It's Monday, January 22nd, and you're listening to Met Radio, 1280 AM in Toronto. Good morning. I'm Gabriel Hilti, and this is Morning Mixtape News. The top stories of today, right now. Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu says there's, quote, no space for a Palestinian state. The comments amidst the worst wave of violence in the occupied West Bank in 20 years. In Ontario, a new Hamilton bylaw to prevent renovations. Advocates say the changes could be a new way to protect renters in Canada. And nationally, Loblaw backtracks on slashing discounts for expiring food after instant public outrage. Then, Samina has a book recommendation in her Turn the Page segment, and sports update plus the weather forecast round off the show. Let's look at the headlines. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu doubled down on his stance against Palestinian statehood over the weekend. The Guardian reports Netanyahu insisted on social media and in a phone call with American President Biden that Israel's security leaves no space for a Palestinian state. President Biden said after the same phone call he believed a two-state solution was still possible, even with Netanyahu in office. Some of Israel's other international allies, like the UK, described Netanyahu's comments as disappointing. The remarks come amid increasing escalation even outside of the Gaza Strip. The occupied Palestinian West Bank is facing the worst wave of violence in 20 years. Raids by the Israeli Defense Forces have killed almost 360 Palestinians and put thousands in jail, often without charges. The pursuit of armed militants in the West Bank by the Defense Forces is causing destruction. Recent raids have seen buildings bulldozed and water and electricity access damaged. The Guardian reports that many analysts are arguing the destruction from the raids and a surge in violence by extremist Jewish settlers feeds into more violence and recruitment to armed factions in the West Bank. As violence increases and Israel's war in Gaza continues, anger within Israel itself is also growing. Protesters on Sunday called for more action to free Israeli hostages, and some called for the Prime Minister to step down. The Israeli public still broadly supports the war, but is frustrated with Netanyahu's leadership and his coalition right-wing government. He faces several corruption cases and an investigation into the failures before the October 7th Hamas attack. Most current polling has the government losing power if voters turned out in Israel today. In total, Israeli attacks in the last three months have killed nearly 25,000 Palestinians. They have also displaced nearly 2 million and reduced much of Gaza to ruins. In Ontario, Hamilton is the first city with a new bylaw to help fight renovations. Global News and others report the bylaw is designed to deter landlords from bad faith evictions and protect renters. The new law only allows the eviction and renovation of a unit after all permits are secured and an engineer's report confirms a vacancy is necessary. It also says arrangements have to be made for tenants wanting to return after the renovation. These include the landlord providing tenants with temporary accommodations, with the rent and unit itself being comparable to their current home. Housing advocacy groups like ACORN pushed for the legislation for over a year, along with some city councillors. The Hamilton and District Apartment Association that represents landlords says city funds would be better spent improving the housing supply rather than on the bylaw. Experts like Brian Doucette at the University of Waterloo say the move could and should prompt action from the provincial government and beyond. 
He told Global News, quote, If we have a clear set of rules that exist across the province, then it's fairer and more transparent for everyone. Advocates say that current legislation in Ontario is often not enforced and does not protect renters enough. Non-compliance fines for landlords not informing tenants of renovation status are set at $500 a day and are rarely actually handed out. Dale Whitmore with the Canadian Centre for Housing Rights says the amount is set too low for landlords who plan to exponentially raise rents to new tenants in their newly renovated units. The Conservative Ford government severely rolled back rent control in Ontario when they came to power in 2018. The move as part of a bid to spur on construction of more units means that all units built after 2018 have no rent control and those before can increase rents freely when a new tenant moves in. Nationally, grocery giant Loblaw confirms that it's rolling back its decision to cut discounts on expiring food just days after the move was announced. City News and others report that the backtrack comes after an instant public backlash to the move to change the discount from 50 down to 30 percent. Loblaw originally said the change was to provide more predictability and consistency for shoppers. The move would have matched the discount similar to what is seen at other grocers. In a new statement, the company said, quote, We've listened to the feedback from our customers and colleagues and are reverting to the 50% off discounts. The plan change drew backlash from Canadian consumers on social media, along with various advocacy groups. It also led to NDP MP Alastair McGregor asking the Competition Bureau to look into, quote, possible anti-competitive practices at Loblaws. The public firestorm came as Canadian grocers continue to face high scrutiny by Canadians dealing with the lofty prices of food. Data from the Research Institute Centre for Work shows Canadian food retailers now earning twice as much profit as before the pandemic. Their profits at over $6 billion for 2023 set a new record and were up by 8% from the year before. The federal government has pushed grocers to come up with plans to stabilize prices. Concrete actions have not been announced. Switching from the headlines to our daily segment, I'll hand it over to Samina with a book recommendation in Turn the Page. Hello listeners, welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week I'm going to make a book recommendation and I hope it gets you turning the pages. It is one of the most iconic stories of the internet age. With a leader who had the foresight and the dream to have a shelf for every product imaginable from A to Z. Jeff Bezos was an avid reader and wanted to create his own library of Babel. And he changed the publishing, retail, and media industries forever using merciless, morally compromising tactics. The title of the book is The Everything Store. The author is Brad Stone. Brad is writer and journalist who has written for Bloomberg Businessweek, The New York Times, Newsweek, and is now the senior executive editor of Bloomberg News. When The Everything Store was released in 2013, it became a New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller. It also won the Financial Times Goldman Sachs Book of the Year Award and the Financial Times and McKinley Business Book of the Year Award the same year. Brad had access to Amazon employees, friends, the Bezos family, and overall you can tell that this book is impeccably researched. There are footnotes throughout the book with an appendix if you'd like to get a more in-depth understanding of the events mentioned, and several photographs. A bright child who was enrolled in a gifted program after his parents nurtured his talents allowed Jeff to believe there wasn't anything he couldn't do. In reading The Everything Store, you quickly learn about his single-minded focus and ruthless tactics. 
Today we know Amazon to be the behemoth that it is. You can purchase any inconceivable product from the website, and it can be delivered to you in a matter of hours. The company has branched out into ebooks, media, and shows no sign of stopping. A billion dollar company that still makes employees pay for parking sets the tone for the treatment of employees and partners by Amazon. More than biography about its founder, we learn about the humble beginnings to the everyday operations of Amazon, creating a business that was virtually unheard of to what it is today. The promise of everyday pricing was used to bully, bankrupt, avoid taxes, shape legislation, and provided little work-life balance and tepid respect for employees. The Everything Store is an engrossing novel about a customer-focused company and American entrepreneurship that shaped the way we live our lives today. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. Thank you, Samina. Sports update before the weather. The Toronto Raptors lost on Saturday against the New York Knicks 100-126 in the Garden. The game in New York was the first reunion of the Raps with former Raptor OG Ananobi and the Knicks with their former players RJ Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly. Raptors try to right the ship here tonight at home against the Memphis Grizzlies. That one's at 7.30. Hockey also coming up in the city. That's on Wednesday with the Toronto Maple Leafs playing the Winnipeg Jets. Looking at the weather, it's warming up a bit this week, but that brings in more precipitation. High of zero today, feeling around minus eight with the wind and minus 14 this morning. It's mostly cloudy and some light snow moves in in the afternoon. That's everything for today. Thanks for listening to Morning Mixtape News. For Met Radio, 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm your host, Gabrielle Hilti. We'll be back tomorrow.